Good evening. I'm Paul Durienzo with the headlines. Late Tuesday night, the House voted 214 to 213 to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The GOP has accused Mayorkas of failing to stem an influx of asylum seekers at the southern border. Speaker Mike Johnson applauded the vote. Last night, the House voted to approve articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas. Desperate times call for desperate measures. We had to do that. He has abdicated his responsibility, he's breached the public trust, and he's disregarded the laws Congress has passed. Now the impeachment articles will be sent to the Democratic-controlled Senate, where the articles will be either tabled or voted down. Most Democrats consider the impeachment a political stunt. Meanwhile, House Democrats are far short of the support they need to force a vote on the Senate's bill to aid Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries said Democrats will use every available legislative tool to bring the bill to the floor. But Speaker Johnson was adamant. The Republican-led House will not be jammed or forced into passing a foreign aid bill that was opposed by most Republican senators and does nothing to secure our own border. It's time for Washington to start showing some love to Americans. On Valentine's Day, this Democrats could force a vote if 218 members sign a discharge petition, several votes less than the number of Democrats in the legislative body. The House experienced some unusual happenings today over classified defense information. Ohio Republican Mike Turner posted a rare public request that President Joe Biden declassify all information relating to what he called a serious national security threat. National Security Council advisor Jake Sullivan. I am a bit surprised that Congressman Turner came out publicly today in advance of a meeting on the books for me to go sit with him alongside our intelligence and defense professionals tomorrow. That's his choice to do that. All I can tell you is that I'm focused on going to see him, sit with him, as well as the other House members of the Gang of Eight tomorrow. And I'm not in a position to say anything further from this podium at this time. According to anonymous sources in the media, the government says the threat relates to Russia and is not immediate. Little else is known. In more national news, today marks six years since 17 people, 14 students and three staff members were killed at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. On February 14, 2018, 19-year-old Nicholas Cruz opened fire with an AR-15-style semi-automatic rifle he bought legally after passing a background check. Local Congressman Maxwell Frost spoke today. Patriotism is more than beer, bald eagle, and flag. It's about loving the people in the country. And I don't know about you, but when you love somebody, you don't want them to get shot. New York Congressman Dan Goldman. It does not have to be this way. And I, for one, am sick and tired of hearing from my Republican colleagues about their thoughts and prayers and being chastised for making this a political issue after every single mass shooting. Well, you want to know what? It is a political issue. In the aftermath, Broward County Sheriff Scott Peterson was charged with not entering the building and trying to stop Cruz. He was put on trial last year and acquitted. Cruz was sentenced to life in prison without parole. In news from the war against Gaza, Israel is continuing to prepare for a ground incursion into Rafah, a town where more than a million Palestinian refugees are packed against the closed border with Egypt. Aid organizations say if Israel follows through, there would be a bloodbath. Already, Nasser Hospital has been evacuated as Israel fired on what is the largest health facility in southern Gaza. Meanwhile, talks to bring a ceasefire are continuing. In a rare statement since the war began on October 7th, Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas called for a deal as soon as possible to prevent suffering of Palestinians. New York Attorney Stanley Cohen represents various Hamas figures and has traveled to the region. 
Abu Mazen has never done anything to provide any friction, any opposition, or any threat to the Israeli status quo and increasing encroachment in the West Bank, let alone in Gaza. And in local news, you see young people everywhere peering into their smartphones, checking their social media. Now experts say they're vulnerable to algorithms meant to keep kids engaged. Mayor Eric Adams announced a lawsuit Wednesday against five social media companies he says are addicting New York kids. We know these platforms are designed with addictive and dangerous features that take advantage of a child's natural interest in novelty and play. Adams adds the damage is visible to everyone. Instead of playing at the park with friends, they are inside on a sunny day clicking and scrolling. Instead of learning confidence and resilience, they are being exposed to content that often leads to insecurity and depression. The feature that keep young people clicking in these dark corners of social media have fueled an alarming rise in online bullying, depression, eating disorders, and suicidal ideation. Paul Drienzo, New York.